Ian, what's the fastest you've ever cut me off? Well, John, it's because you forgot to, uh, you forgot to do the one, two, three mark. Oh, shit, you right? How are we going to sync up our audio, John? <laughs> Ian, I have a secret. I have a special surprise for you. A special surprise? Yeah, Ian, we don't need to sync up our audio this time. What? Why? Ian, we're recording on the same microphone. Oh my goodness. Ian, that's incredible. Listeners, this is a big occasion. For the very first time, we're recording live together in the very same room. Live from my apartment. It's Saturday afternoon. Well, I guess that's actually... Although, you say it's live, but it's not really going to be live, is it? Because you're going to... No, like... no, not at all. But we are recording together. That um, is true. We are recording in the flesh. Ian, you look beautiful right now. John, you've looked better, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> wow. I'm saying, it's clearly been a hard, <laughs> a hard couple of weeks for you. <laughs> <laughs> you still look great. Thank Don't you. Don't get me wrong, okay. but... Just, I, as great as I would have expected. Right. Well, you're certainly in much higher definition than usual. I can see all <laughs> the pores on your skin. Every pore. Well, John, actually, I'm in the same sort of normal definition as usual. The sort of two feet Every hair on Skype. Your face. It's just that my pores got a lot bigger. Oh. <laughs> I've been doing this sort of pore cleanse mm. where I um, just sort of... Well, I say it's a pore cleanse. It's really more of a pore gauge situation. <laughs> <laughs> I just gauge my pores. <laughs> just every day, I... Put a, a slightly larger ring in each one of my pores. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ian, I realized I didn't do all of the preparation I usually do before we start recording. Oh, okay. I, um, Wait, preparation job? What is this? I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so you're afraid, like, you know, Barack Obama's going to call and he's going to say, John, only you can save our nation. <laughs> and you're going to have to go uh, out yeah. on some sort of adventure. I also, another... Big thing. I was Not, gonna say, yeah, yeah. Um, there was one sort of departure from our average recording setup, besides just me being on location, is that John was wearing a shirt, and yeah. one of those things has now sort of been repaired, and I'm still here, ladies. Oh, and the pants are coming off. I, I always record in my underwear, so I gotta keep that up. You've got I mean, it's it's like you know, you, you've got a sort of certain uh, style. I've of got a system. I know Shit. how. John, I'm messing up my system. Where is? I'm gonna. I am gonna cover up my uh, my legs a little bit because usually I don't have Ian just okay. staring straight at my junk. Yeah, I am. I am staring. <laughs> uh, you want me to get you a beer? Um. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's grab some glasses too. Glasses. Yeah. Let's get. Let's get fancy here. Oh no. John has recently been talking about drinking bottled beer out of glasses, but I, I think he's just sort of. Those, um, uh, they're actually, uh, there's some, uh, like, round glasses, or, like, uh, the, 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 the short stemmed glasses. Yeah, the tulips. I, I quite enjoy drinking out of those. And they're the perfect size. They're just 12 ounces. Just enough for a bottle of beer. Fine pour. You can pour it a little harder to get up a, get a little bit of a head on those bad boys. Not much room for having these glasses. There isn't much room now, but as long as I have a little bit of one. Ian, I have a feeling this is uh this is a recording for for true fans. Well done. What's the one last night? <laughs> I don't know if we're ever gonna I, I think I mean, we both started falling asleep as soon as I started recording, so I don't know if I got anything on that one. Well, there's a lot of sleep talking, I think. <laughs> From what I remember. 
Mm. There we go. So we now each Not have delightful. a cold one. Well, can you call a beer a cold one if it's in a glass? I don't think so. I also don't know if you can call it a cold one when it's a stout. Like, I feel like a cold one is reserved for a, a lighter-bodied beer. That is, that's fair. I didn't know what sort of beer I was, I was getting us into <laughs> when I grabbed those bottles. They were unlabeled bottles. Yeah. Beer that I believe Jonas made himself. It, that is that is true. Yes. Now, since you made it, you get to name it, John. What would you call this beer? Um, well, I followed a recipe. I don't really feel like I can can claim naming rights on it. Do beers need to have a sort of distinct, different recipe in order to get made? Because I feel like, you know, how many ways are there to make a stout or something? Like uh, uh, As many the, ways as yeah. there are to make a cake. Yeah, there's a lot. But it just seems like it's sort of different from a cake in that you're incorporating this, you know, you're, you're incorporating fermentation. And the way in which you ferment it, like, even if you use the, you know, sort of identical ingredients, I feel like you could end up with a different product. Yeah, well, but I guess in that case, like, presumably you're using different yeast, and that is mm. going to be causing a change. Because, um, yeah, I mean, if you use, if everything's exactly the same, like, I mean, that's how the, like, macro breweries manage to, or any brewery makes, like, a bunch of identical beers year after year, is they use the exact same recipe with the same strain of yeast and all that. Well, I figured they just kept on making batches of beer until they got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... And the trick for the real macro brewers is that they would, so they would make all their different types of beer, and then they would just add so much water into it, turning it into Bud Light, <laughs> that you just couldn't really, well, I'm being hard on Budweiser, but I, I think that Bud Light does have a time and place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really like beer. Um, I drink a lot of different kinds of it. Makes his own I feel beer. like I know a fair bit about beer, but I definitely would not consider a registered myself. brewmaster. <laughs> I would not consider myself a uh, a beer snob. Um, I am very happy to drink a, a nice cold Gansett. Narragansett. Yeah. A cream ale, John. Why is it a cream ale? Is it a cream ale? I thought so. I thought it was just like a... A, a lot? I thought it was a lager or something. <sighs> Maybe. I might be wrong. Yeah, I think it's Narragansett lager. There's some, there's some very cheap beer that reminds me of some of Narragansett. That is a cream ale. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, a nice, like, canned tall boy Gansett, though. A nice so 40. Good. Oh, I wish they sold 40s. Gansett 40 would I mean, that'd be the best. The thing is, though, John, it's not that tough to buy 40 ounces of the liquid, is it? That's true. I just guess you a could of make your own 40. <laughs> and just sort of get a funnel, pour it in. Yeah. <laughs> have that 40 experience. Yeah, just like a... a, a an old, like, Colt 45 bottle just saved mm-hmm. before you gansed in there. <laughs> I had a 40 not too long ago. First time in a while. Hmm. How was, was it? It was good. Yeah, I don't it was know not a high-gravity 40. No, I don't know. I think I had two of them. Oh, okay. So. I'm, yeah, I haven't had a 40 in far too long. I'm going to have to grab one of those bad boys sometime soon. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's a fun drinking experience. It really it? is. Maybe I'll bring some, uh, some to our friend's wedding next weekend. Nice. Um, I think that she would appreciate it. I think so. I think it'll really class up the wedding. Mm-hmm. Well, you could bring it to the bachelorette party. That's true. Are you going? I, I'm i hoping to. I'll probably be a little late, but we'll see. Um... Hey, we're recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're recording a podcast. Now, John, we're just having a fun conversation between I, pals. I mean, we are. It's so, it's so delightful. We're right here. 
you know, his hand is on my knee, my hand is on his crotch. <laughs> We're just having a good time, listeners. It's, it's very enjoyable. Indeed. And you know what else is enjoyable, John? What? ASMR and ASMR products. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you're listening to the second best podcast in the world about ASMR. And it's important for us to remind ourselves of that every now and then. Every now and again. And it's important that we remember that we are a podcast first off. And then also that, oh man. Just, that our podcast has a subject that we don't talk about most of the time. I gotta say though, John, I'm a little disconcerted. So I'm looking at John's recording setup right now. Mm-hmm. And the thing that gets me is that his audacity, um, the sort of marker that indicates what time it is, is just way ahead of the actual like sound waves of what we're recording. Yeah, and it just like takes a second to refresh. Yeah, but it's just it's just like... It's just racing ahead. <laughs> and most of the time it's not that bad, but sometimes it'll like skip out and it'll just go a mile ahead. It's working fine. It's like it's recording. It's just the yeah, UI it's fine, fine. It's recording. Yeah, I'm sure that it's fine. I'm just saying. It's not upsetting at all. It's a little surprising to me. <laughs> oh, Mr. Fancy Pants of your, your ultra book. So, you say, sitting near your handcrafted. Yeah, handcrafted. <laughs> Gaming PC. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that I don't use for recording. You do not use for recording. I mean, it could presumably be used for recording, actually. Yeah. But. yeah, I'll probably switch over at some point. Mm-hmm. I feel like, if not the re- recording, the editing, at least, would be so much faster on it. Likely. Because, uh, like, I mean, currently, like, when I first start editing, when I'm just doing the, basically, like, sound manipulations that is listenable before I do any sort of content editing, like, I basically just have to... Like, do the first effect that I want to put on it, and then just, like, walk away for ten minutes, come back to the next one, walk <laughs> away for, like, ten minutes. And it takes me, like, an hour before I can actually start editing. That sounds a treat. Yeah. So, it might be might be nice to not use a six-year-old laptop to edit on. That could be pleasant. Um, so, uh, yeah, do we want to... Um... Get into the indulgence corner? I guess yeah. we're already deep in it. Well, we sort of, we woke up and <laughs> we were in this triangle zone, but it wasn't a triangle. It turns out it was just the, it's not good. So I right, see that so our episode lengths are a little inconsistent. All right, we're taking a look at our ratings and reviews right now. Okay. Um, I don't actually see any changes from the last time. Yeah, me neither. Uh, we are recording early, so I'm sure that's the problem. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I know it's only been a Our last episode hasn't even gone out yet. Oh my goodness. Well, how could they know, then? Yeah. iTunes, I, it's only showing the most recent ten episodes of our podcast, because uh, I had our RSS feed set up incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure I fixed it, like, back on Tuesday, and uh, it's still... Maybe those early episodes are not just updated. gone now. No, they're still there. Like, you can still access them from our website, but iTunes is struggling with it, so I'm gonna need to get that sorted out. Shit, we've got a parental advisory. Yeah. Have any parents? It's very badass. You think been in- oh my! So hold on. What, John? You were surprised to learn that there was another ASMR podcast, but I'm now looking <laughs> at our iTunes for the first time. I think <laughs> listeners also subscribe to ASMR Newscast, the ASMR podcast, Sleep and Relax ASMR, ASMR HQ podcast, ASMR triggers to help with sleep, some more sleeping. So, like, these, uh, there are many of them which are clearly AS podcasts that are ASMR. Yeah, but some about, of these are also... But ASMR Newscast, <laughs> the ASMR pod... It, I, I think that we might 
Actually, I'm pretty sure the ASMR podcast is ASMR. Okay. Um, I think I've listened to a little bit of that one. It's pretty good. Um, and they get a bunch of different ASMR artists to come on, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, ASMR HQ sounds like it could also be about... ASMR Newscast certainly sounds like it is a podcast about ASMR. What if it's just like, you know, a daily or a weekly newscast where they're just all doing it in ASMR voices? Maybe. Hopefully. You want to um, sample it out? Not right now. <laughs> we'll do it after. Well, but I'm in any case... A buzz marketing. In any case, though... Uh, so nothing we are still the world's second best podcast about ASMR, uh, and you can decide which one is the best, listeners. Well, hold on. Oh, so I'm reading the description of ASMR newscast. Welcome to ASMR newscast, brought to you from a blanket fort in my bonus room. At the ASMR newscast, we bring you the news from around the ASMR community. So it, so luckily, um, it doesn't look like they've been updating. Yeah. It also, it's still unclear whether they are um, a podcast about ASMR. Well, they bring you news from the ASMR community, right? So, yeah. um, I feel like they definitely do fill our niche. Yeah. Although, so, they haven't they released an episode news. since May 2nd of 2016, and it also appears there are only six episodes, so. Well, but they. I don't think they're. The last one they released before. was episode 18, so I feel like they mm. must have been in a similar boat to us. Probably. Uh. In any case, we are the second, the world's second best podcast about ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um, it is pretty exciting, though, to see listeners also subscribe to, because that implies that we have subscribers. Well, does it, and though? It, it just says listeners subscribe, subscribe to, well, right? It doesn't say subscribers also subscribe like, to. Like, people have found us, and people who are not our friends, because they were listening to these podcasts, and I don't think any of our friends would have been listening to, listening to any of those. So it means that people have found us and listened to it's us. That's true, Jen. Oh, man. That's this, so I'm looking at the popularity meter of our episodes, and I've got to say, ASMR Origins, um, not doing very hot. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how those popularity things are calculated. Though. Elder Scrolls Five. that was, that was optimized. I think that's because Nate also watched it, so that's like, <laughs> that's an extra listener. Mm. Careless, Careless Whispers, uh... Uh, quite a few. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's people who think, "Oh, wow, a fifty-one minute version of my favorite song." <laughs> oh, right. Um, so let's check out. Um, let's check out Sail Boston because the tall ships are here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think that that's some ASMR news that really needs to get. Right. Uh, we're looking casting. at our email, and uh, we don't have any email. Yeah, I so see that we're using 0% of our um, email inbox, so it could be doing better. <laughs> let's take could a look at Twitter. Um, oh, it looks like we have some notifications. Oh, wow, notifications. Wow. So, um, uh, uh, looks like we, we've got a couple new likes. Um, wait. <laughs> it looks like we got a new tweet. <laughs> send out some tweets that i was unaware of um and uh looks like some of them have been liked uh looks like there's some uh well it looks like ian has uh finally followed us and liked a bunch of our tweets uh looks like when i walked away earlier ian also sent out some new tweets so let's take well, a look at what we've been tweeting just the one new tweet and oh, it's a okay. reply which i which is that even a tweet uh yeah, close enough because that was like a comment or something um so, let me see. What did... 
Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, apparently, at Mr. Holy John had tweeted about uh, being still upset about uh, that time in the third grade when his neighbor deleted his save in Pokemon Yellow. And apparently, uh, Ian from the ASMR Quest uh, Twitter account responded, Eye for an eye. Your neighbor deletes your save. You delete your neighbor. <laughs> I think it's so true, Doc. And that's why I wanted to put the full ASMR Quest brand behind it. <laughs> because in today's you know diverse and multicultural community, there are questions about, you know, what are sort of the ethical and legal norms by which we must abide. And I think that if we go back to ancient history, we'll find, you know, sort of the wisdom of the elders <laughs> in Hammurabi's Code. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear, John, an eye for an eye. <laughs> and what I'm saying is, if you have put, you know, many hours of your life into an effort such as Pokemon Yellow and playing Pokemon Yellow... You know, that game contains a part of you because you have put time into it, right? Mm -hmm. And time is sort of what makes us who we are. If your neighbor deletes that, they are essentially deleting part of your past. (laughs) They are deleting a part of you. And John, an eye for an eye. You delete me, I delete you. What does this have to do with ASMR? Well, John, that's an excellent question. Um, I think what it has to do with ASMR (laughs) is that I was... Looking at the ASMR Twitter account when that tweet was posted, which I replied to. Okay. And so that's sort of what I see as the connection between the, that and ASMR. Uh, John has stepped away from the microphone temporarily. He is he appears to be a donut. He is getting a donut, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I I can I am on the scene reporting live. Listeners, I'd like to take a moment to uh, give a shout out to our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Donuts. Oh, John, is that the chicken and waffle one? Uh, no, it's the maple bacon. Definitely excited to try the chicken and waffle one, though. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. Might be wet. We'll see. I'm back. And I have half a donut. Yeah. Do you have any side quests since we last recorded? Um, since we last recorded literally ten seconds ago, John? No, we were still recording. No, from our last episode from Tuesday. No. Yeah, me neither. Ah. That's not true. I think I watched like a little bit of a few things, but I don't really have anything to say about it. I mean, I guess I do have one side quest, Mm -hmm. um, which was last night I did blearily watch about 30 seconds of an (laughs) ASMR video. (laughs) And let me tell you, listeners... I don't remember much. It was ephemeral rift. Uh, it was a, I think an hour long video with ephemeral rift's character Margaret. I don't think it was Margaret. I think it was some nurse. Is it? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So it was like two a.m. last night, and I had told Ian that we were going to record some bonus subscriber content. Mm-hmm. He told me this as I was lying on the couch, <laughs> eyes closed. I think I told you before that, but I think by the time I finished setting up, you were lying on the couch, eyes closed. And then shortly after I got the mic out, I too started to feel very sleepy. But I decided to have a little go at it anyway. I tried to record some, some nice bonus content. And I decided we were going to do a live watch and record of uh, an ASMR video. Mm-hmm. I found this ephemeral rift one. I thought, oh, this will be funny. This will freak Ian out right now. 
I was too tired to be freaked out. Yeah, I was also too tired to be freaked out or to pay attention at all. So then we just ended up going to bed. But we got some real great content. So if you subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon, which doesn't exist, um, you can get access to that content. Can Patreon, for Patreon, do you get to set your levels of support? I think so, yeah. Because I think it'd be good to have levels of support, like, yeah, sort of honest levels of support, like one penny per episode. <laughs> you know, you wasted your time sort of downloading this. I'm sure you can do other stuff while you ignore it and it's playing in the background, but that time for yours was worth something, and this just sort of acknowledges that. Wait. So we pay our listeners? Well, yeah, that's sort of, I think that's only fair. Because, <laughs> I mean, who's supporting who, John? Who's supporting who? It's a fair point. Um, I don't want to pay our listeners, though. Yeah. Well, we can keep on dawdling and setting up the Patreon, though. Okay, that sounds good. A reverse Patreon would be interesting, wouldn't it? It would. I don't know why somebody with a lot of money would want to pay a lot of randos. Yeah. I guess it also doesn't really work at all because the whole model of Patreon is people can come to you and start giving you money. If they could come to you and just start taking your money. Yeah, then I think we'd get a few too many people. Yeah. Maybe if there was like some way we could make it so that like, you need proof of having listened to the podcast, then people would hear like, oh, I listened to a podcast, you have to I get answer paid. a quiz. Like, they could find out if they just listen to this podcast, they'll start getting paid. Not a lot of money, but still, it's just like free money. Then I think we'll get a whole bunch of listeners. And then we, like, cancel our Patreon before we actually have to pay anyone. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we, like, pay a few people who so kind of, like, just spreads the word a bit more. But we cut it off before we actually, like, lose a lot of money. And then we have a whole bunch of new listeners. They're all mad at us and furious, but we, like, you know, people are talking about us. Now, interestingly enough, what you're describing right here is exactly what um, our friend and... I'm not sure he's a friend of the show. I'm not sure if you ever listened to it. Uh, Aaron. That's basically what Aaron was doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a friend of ours used to work for a legal scam. Mm-hmm. Company is paying people to artificially boost their numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's what we can do, too. It's true. Now, John, would you like to give a review of that donut? That's really good. Well, John, that's not a proper review. Well, these donuts are, like, really chewy. Which sounds like a weird thing to say about a donut, but it's magical. Like, they're so light and fluffy, and then you sort of, like, press into it, and it just, like, kind of compresses at first. That has a nice chew to it. And, I mean, the the sugar, the frosting, it's all just it's balanced so well. The maple... This is an exquisite donut. Made by true professionals. I'd like to another, give another shout out to our sponsor, Donuts. I have a sponsored donut, John. I've sold out. Oh, what kind of donut are you grabbing? I'm grabbing uh, just like the toffee auto crunch or something. Sounds good. Um. <laughs> So, do you want to start talking about our main quest? Yeah, let's go for it. Alright. So, for our main quest this week, we watched 
Dunum's um, beautiful reverse oh. scrolling. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is nice. So I, I kept, I always fucked it up because on my computer at work, I have the reverse one, so every time I use my home computer. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ian changed my settings a little bit. It's pretty great. Uh, so this week for our main quest, we watched the Charles in Charge intro. Very catchy theme song for a show I've a never seen. Catchy theme song for a show that aired who knows when. Yeah. And uh, the theme song does seem a little um, uh, patriarchal. Um, a little misogynistic, perhaps. Um, but maybe maybe it was like... Maybe it was sort of tongue-in-cheek. Maybe, maybe they're saying, like, oh, Charles thinks he's in charge, but not really family's in charge who knows a male college student takes care of three children so i guess it's not that he's in charge of the like the women in the household it's he's just in charge of the, the children no it looked like it was a family it did not look like uh well scott bayo was a college student huh clearly we don't know anything about this show well i do know that very catchy theme song it would it took place like 1984 to 1990. Okay. So. Fascinating. You need a website. So what... <laughs> <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This episode also brought to you by... Wix.com. Wix.com. <laughs> very, uh, very on brand. Now, John, when you paused it, you realized that the, like, the skip button stopped progressing. Yeah, but I don't actually need to get to the video. Oh. I just wanted the video title. So what we actually watched for our main quest... Excuse me. What we watched for our main quest this week, listeners... Was ASMR trigger therapy, ear to ear, stretching, massaging, counting by gentle whispering ASMR. So uh, we this is for the very first time ever. We watched an ASMR video together. Mm-hmm. We each had our own pair of headphones. And we sat on the couch side by side, and mm-hmm. we let gentle whisperings, gentle whispering, wash over us. Uh, so how did you enjoy the video, Ian? I liked it. You know, it was it was a good video. The last time that we watched. Gentle Whispering, episode 15, Careless Whispers. <laughs> I was a big fan of the video, and I was a big fan of this one, too. I think that uh, Gentle Whispering ASMR really strikes a good balance between sort of role-play ASMR content, just sort of going straight for the jugular in terms of hitting <laughs> people's different triggers, mm-hmm. and also just producing a generally relaxing program. I think that she's got, you know, quite good production values on her video. She clearly puts some time and effort into them, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I liked it a lot as well. Um, it didn't really trigger uh, ASMR for me. I felt like it was, like, on the verge of ASMR the whole time. Now, you've watched this video before. Uh, right? Yeah, I believe so. Seeing as when we opened it up on YouTube, it was, like, 21 minutes through. Yeah. Uh, but I watched it a while ago, so I don't really remember my my previous experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I felt like I was, like, Right on the verge of experiencing ASMR. And I did feel like I was sort of in like a meditative state almost while mm-hmm. I was watching it. Very relaxing. Um, I completely zoned out for a Oh, portion yeah, of absolutely. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that we didn't get a ton of sleep last night. Um, I'm sure that's not a factor. Yeah. <laughs> but it was certainly very relaxing. I, I highly recommend it to listeners who experience ASMR and listeners who do not. Um, I also, I really like the way she sort of like has variation in this video. Like it's not it's not all one thing. Not all one trigger, not all one speed. Like she she'll switch back and forth between like uh speaking softly and like 
barely or like sort of inaudible whispers. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll do some light tapping on a few different objects. Mm-hmm. She does a little like brushing some of different stroking. things. Yeah, um, like yeah, great variation. Just, just true professional at work. Um, a maestro, one might even say. An AS a maestro. AS a maestro. An AS maestro. I think it's an AS a maestro. Well, AS well, maestro. Yeah. ASM maestro. Yeah, there's like... ASM my. Ugh. I want the. AS I maestro. want the. I want it to be like an M. Or like I don't want it to be a. M, I want it to be a. M. Mm. But then it's hard to like smoothly transition into the maestro. Mm. ASM. Maestro. Yeah, there's not really a good way to transition the M. Like, yeah, you can't do it without making it sound like it's two different M sounds. Um, he is breathing into the mic. <laughs> well, was I though? Yeah, you were kind of groaning into it, really. Yeah, it's accurate. Well, I think it'll turn out magical in post. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I was gonna trigger some ASMR right there. I'm, I'm feeling a little triggered. So trigger therapy, John. Um, when I first saw this video, I thought that it was gentle whispering being very sort of transparent about what she was getting up to. But it turns out that trigger therapy was just a ruse. What? Well, trigger therapy was a ruse because the tri- I, I thought the trigger in trigger therapy was referring to the fact that she was performing therapy via ASMR triggers. Oh, okay. However, the trigger in trigger therapy refers to I mean, what looked sort of like well, well, I don't know how you describe them. Stiff points? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, like knots and stuff. I yeah. Guess. I guess those are triggers. Massage them. It's relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Sort of muscle triggers. Muscle massage spots. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you're right, it is sort of, yeah, you hear trigger in an ASMR, or in the title of an ASMR video, mm-hmm. and you think ASMR triggers, but no, she was referring to, like, massage triggers. Mm-hmm. Even after watching it, I still didn't fully make that connection until you laid it out for me. Well. Actually, no, I think I had made that at some point and then lost it. Um, so, I th- so, um, Like tears in the rain. You lost it. Like tears in the rain. Wow, that makes me think of MacArthur Park. Which is not what you're quoting. No. What a great song. Maybe. I don't know the song. Uh, Yes, you do. It's the song, Ian, about uh, leaving your cake out in the rain. And it took so long to... And you you just don't know if you can take it because it took so long to bake it. And you don't know if you'll ever have that recipe again. Well, what happened to the recipe? <laughs> I don't know what happened to the recipe. I don't know why you lost the recipe, but you did leave the cake out in the rain. Don't know if you can take it, because it, t- it took so long to bake it. Never have that recipe again. I mean, that is a silly thing to sing about. Like, well, it, There's a lot of things you can be sad about, but the fact that you left a cake in the rain... Well, you know, I mean, whose fault is that, first you know, I would like to, to clarify, the song isn't truly about a cake. It is a metaphorical cake. Well, what is the cake a metaphor for, John? I think it's like a relationship or something. What, the cake is a... I guess It's a beautiful song, but I, I don't really know it that well. <laughs> like, that is that is a pretty reasonable metaphor now that I get to thinking about it. I'm going to... Um, retract my, just the sort of onset of my outrage at that. Okay. 
It's, it's a it's a true it's a classic song. I'm, you must have heard it before. It's very good. I'm gonna make you. We're gonna listen to it after this. Uh, MacArthur Park, great song. This episode brought to you by MacArthur Park. <laughs> Don't leave your cake out in the rain. <laughs> ah. Never lose a recipe again. Never lose a recipe again with the with internet. With MacArthur Park. Or just paper. You know, just like, uh, just write down your app. recipe. <laughs> just get a recipe or create a recipe. Write it down somewhere, you know? Or, alternatively, remember it. <laughs> These are just some helpful tips and tricks so that you never lose a recipe again. And I say, hey! What a wonderful kind of day. When you can learn to laugh and play. Work and play. When you can learn to work and play. Oh, fuck. This is... And get along with each other. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Arthur Corner. That time in the podcast where we see what kinds of fun and exciting lessons we can learn from Arthur the Aardvark. So like and every all day, his pals. we've gone to Genius.com's uh, Arthur theme song. <laughs> it's the Ziggy Marley Arthur Seems theme song annotated. That's and right. I believe last time that we left off, we were on the hook. Yeah, I think we um, gotten through. Well, we gotten through verse one. Well, hold on. It seems like right after the hook is verse one again. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a little bit of a typo here. We've got two verse ones. So let's start with uh, the second verse one today. So let's let's take a look at these lyrics. You gotta listen to your heart. Listen to the beat. Listen to the rhythm. The rhythm. Wait, maybe it's repeating this the first verse. Maybe that's. Yeah, it looks like it's okay. Just a it's repeating word word the copy. same the first verse. So we're gonna. Okay, wait. This doesn't <laughs> seem right. I'm pretty sure there is a second verse. It's not listed here. So let's just take a look at the first verse a second time. You gotta listen to your heart. Listen to the beat. Listen to the rhythm. The rhythm of the street. Open up your eyes. Open up your ears. Get together and make things better by working together. It's a simple message and it comes from the heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Well, that's the place to start. Place to start. Well, so let's think about what this verse is trying to say. You've got to listen to your heart, Mm -hmm. listen to the beat, rhythm of the street. So it seems like it's saying, it's sort of interesting because the first part of it, you've got to listen to your heart, is sort of a straightforward message saying that you've got to listen to yourself. You've got to pay attention Mm -hmm. to sort of, you know, your feelings, your emotions. I guess, you know, the heart is traditionally viewed as the sort of seat of passion and emotion. Yes. Yep. Um, so you've got to be cognizant of that within yourself. However, it transitions sort of implicitly to listening to the rhythm of the street. Yeah. Which is sort of, you know, it it began by talking about an internal focus, sort of yeah. like gazing inward. Mm-hmm. And now it's saying that sort of by gazing inward, you also gaze outward. Um, because there's this there's this connection between listening to your heart and the rhythm of the street. Yeah. So I think maybe what it's trying to get at is the statement that um, by truly knowing yourself, uh, you will know the world. Beautiful. Which I think is very incorrect. <laughs> Just a foolish way to go about doing things. <laughs> oh, what, a, what a turn of events. I don't know if I can handle it. Well, it's all wishy-washy. Wishy-washy? No, I am taking... A no, you are taking a stand. It's not wishy-washy. I, it's just... The, the abrupt change in tone. It I was just, I can't a reversal. I'm sorry, John. Uh, John, got, uh, he's, he's very stressed out. He's sweating profusely. <laughs> My heart is racing. 
Oh, man. Fuck. You know, we've got so many donuts. John, we've got a lot of donuts. It's going to be tough to get through all those. Well, but now, you know, we've each had... So we had one donut on the way over. Yep. Then we had two donuts Mm -hmm. right when we were watching um, the video. Yep. And, you know, just while recording, we've each had half of a donut making another donut. So we are now a third of the way through the donuts, John. Not quite, because you got to remember, it was a baker's dozen. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, curse those bakers (laughs) and their profligate ways. (laughs) It's okay, we've got a friend coming over in a little while to help us finish the donuts. Oh, what if we stuffed some donuts into that pirate piñata? (laughs) (laughs) That would be so gross. (laughs) so squished get on the way in and then when you broke open the pinata they'd fall on the ground on the carpet and get all dirty well but what's very important about this on the carpet would just be (laughs) i'd never get the frosting out of my carpet what's important to recognize about this situation john is that we don't bust open the pinata right away maybe we wait until the next time i come around (laughs) wait two weeks or maybe even the time after that i was like Several like months. several months, <laughs> and we break open the moldy, like, well, John, donut it's liquid. It's quite possible that the maggots have already <laughs> broken through. <laughs> God, so that's my proposal. <laughs> um, so there we go. Um, so I think that that concludes the corner. <laughs> we made a lot of progress. I'm going to exit out of this tab. <laughs> Powerful segment. Sure. <laughs> introduced it to the show. Yeah, it really has turned everything around, hasn't it? I think. I think this is. We're gonna look back when we're big podcast moguls, and we'll remember the introduction of Arthur to the show. As that was the as, turning. That point. was the turning point. That was really That's when this became a great podcast. Now I want to um, go back to the main quest. Of course, um, I want to bring up something that I thought was very striking about this video. Yeah, uh, it's comments. So, as with many YouTube videos, um, people who watched and enjoyed or did not enjoy the program can leave a comment. And oftentimes, they don't need to leave comments. They sure do. When they really don't. I haven't actually read any of these comments yet. It's just, in general, any type of internet comment system is unnecessary and really just leads to ill. So true. But the top comment on this video... Mm-hmm is by one Carly Morton, possibly a fan of the show. I don't think so, but who knows? Uh, Who says, two months ago, when you breathe and whisper into the microphone, my whole body tingles lol. Um, There was no capitalization or punctuation in that phrase. It does have 1,610 likes. And I just wonder, you know, sort of why. Like, who... Who read that? How is it that 1,610 people read that comment and said, that's so true. That reflects me. So, And they go and they like it. Like, you know, it's, it's one thing. Like, I, I do not mean to cast aspersions on Carly Boyne for having written this um, non-grammatical fragment and posting it to YouTube. Because, you know, I think it is sort of, you know, it is a standard YouTube comment. I, I think I think it's an exceptional YouTube comment. I okay. think it's like... So, tell me on this, John. Why is it that it is the top comment on this video? No, so I... So I 
I do want to cast aspersions of the people who liked this comment. I'm not getting to that. I'm just saying that you said it is a standard YouTube comment. I disagree. A standard YouTube comment is more like, uh, oh, I hate bitches and fuck you. Um, you're shit at video games and I want to, um, uh, kill your parents. That's very hurtful, John. <laughs> I know. But, so that's like a standard YouTube comment. Okay. So, oh, but I, I guess also just like with a lot more profanity and a lot of um, like extra words that don't belong there and like incomprehensible punctuation. Um, and whereas this is like completely comprehensible, uh, there are no um, gross misogynistic remarks. There's no threats of harm to the YouTuber, anyone else who's commented, anyone's families. Um, So I I think it's got a lot going for it in terms of being a YouTube comment. Um, And I I think it's a perfectly innocuous, reasonable comment to leave on a video. As to why you, like, would take the time to scroll down and read it and like it, I I don't know. It's just, who are these people? Why did they like it? Do they feel like YouTube comments? What's that all about? Yeah, you know, I don't know. It seems like I would like a comment if I felt like it expressed something in a way that I could not. Yeah, right? something like, like it, exceptional or like something like that made me laugh really hard or just, or just like you know, I it's sort of them bowing down and admitting I appreciated um, the comment that you made, the work that you put into this, and I could not do similar. Yeah, because if you could do similar, you would, right? You would just leave a different comment. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, if it's just sort of like a innocuous comments shoots like oh, i'm mild. i agree with that that's fine it's, it's whatever there's no there's no need to take the time to to like it mm-hmm. it's so true that button it's so true uh, so i think we should tell the listeners about our exciting plans regarding this particular video so listeners i want to look first i want to reassure you the podcast isn't going to be changing drastically it's still going to be the same well, i sort of hope it does change a little bit right like it's it's <laughs> It's mostly going to be the same form. Well, it should be improving. Yeah, like, the, the audience is improving. seeking perfection. Everything, everything that you come to know and love about the podcast will be remaining the same. But well, not necessarily. Be... I mean, you know, okay. when things improve, sometimes okay. that means okay. the removal of things that people appreciate. We cannot entrap ourselves, John, to our fans. They have to understand that this is our creative vision. I'm not making, like, promises for ten years from now. I'm just saying, like, you know, in the immediate future, like, for next episode, okay. you know, the format will remain... Largely as it has been, pretty much everything's going to be the same. Everything they've come to know and love is going to continue to be there, as far as we're aware for now. But we're adding a new little segment. So we're still going to have our main quest every week. But in addition to our side quest and our main quest and all the other great things we do on this show, um, we're going to be revisiting this video every week. So I think it'd be interesting to see how like the ASMR experience changes week to week. Like this week, I almost experienced ASMR watching this video. I'm curious to see if, like, next week, if I'm maybe in, like, a different mood or better, like, more comfortable or whatnot, maybe, like, I really do experience ASMR. Maybe, like, it'll build and build for a little while. Maybe it'll, like, I'll get further and further away from it because I just, like, gotten used to the video. I, like, I don't know how, how it will affect my ASMR experience watching it again and again. Mm-hmm. And similarly for Ian, like, how yeah. will it affect him? Like, you know, this week I was sort of forced to watch it because John was sitting there. Next week he won't be, so. 
We'll see what happens. (laughs) It's really going to be a magical journey for all of us, I believe. Um, So, I think that's about the sum of things, isn't it? I mean, so, yeah, this is a pretty short one. Well, we say it's pretty short. This one is 45 minutes long. I, I feel like when we began, we considered 30 minutes to be sort of the appropriate length. I think that was only for the first episode. That's true. I, I just feel like at the, I feel like um, our podcast episodes have been getting longer. It's probably true. So this is probably a good length. Yeah. Um, listeners. And adding in a new segment is going to help. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been fun doing it. Uh, the next couple episodes are probably going to be a little weird, because I feel like we're probably going to record the next two in the same room as well. And uh, I feel like it just brings a different energy. It's true. It's true. I feel like we wander off more. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes and no. Um, but in any case, yeah, this, this is fun. It was good. Um, Ian, it was been, it's been nice talking to you. Um, John, it's been nice talking to you. Because we won't be able to talk to each other after the mics turn off. We will cease all communication. Yep. We'll be sitting here quietly with our yep. hands folded. Got a, got some donuts to eat. And some tall ships to see. Some tall ships. I'm going to see... I'm going to guess three tall ships today. That's my... I'm setting that goal for myself. <laughs> it's an exciting goal. Um, so, yeah, listeners, uh, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. What's a five-star review? Well, leave us a five-star rating and leave us a review. Okay. On... Leave us a five-star review. And also give us a rating. On iTunes. Dot com. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter at com. ASMR underscore quest and you can email us at ASMRquesting at gmail the email service <laughs> god damn it <laughs> fucking asshole uh, uh, stating